Welcome again, my friends, to the Daily Gator Daily Thought Podcast. If you're left, you just ain't right. Uh, let's kick this sucker off with uh, a, a name I am not at all familiar with. I'm not big into pop culture, maybe. Uh, but Dylan Mulvaney, I may have heard the name, but I really, when I saw the name on this story the other day at insider.com, I was like, what the heck? Dylan Mulvaney, actor, who knows? Uh, well, Dylan Mulvaney apparently is an influencer, but not a regular old fashioned influencer that tells you what kind of microwave oven you should get or how to cook your hot dogs on the roof or something. No, he's a, he or she, whatever is a trans influencer. And Dylan Mulvaney posted photos after getting a procedure done. Um, and it's part of uh, her transition, the headline says, uh, but the procedure she had done is facial feminization surgery in other words this is a a man who had a type of surgery to look more to have their face look more feminine and let me see they have a picture of her before her surgery she underwent in december of last year and you can look at her uh the best way to tell she was a man is a man. It will not be a man soon. You know what I'm saying is transitioning, I guess is the hands. It's a man's hand. There's nothing feminine about her hands. Uh, the face looks, I mean, if you, somebody told you it was a man dressed up as a woman, I'd believe it. If you told me that, Oh, that's really a woman. I would believe it. Uh, but the, the after photo is the one that really got me. Uh, trans right activist and content creator Dylan Mulvaney has gotten facial feminization surgery. From her hospital bed, she told her fans she loved them and thanked them for supporting her. She also she also wrote two love letters, one to her old face. You wrote a letter to your old face? What did it say? GTFO loser? And she also wrote uh, one to her new one and there's a, a picture obviously a little bit more about dylan mulvaney 25 uh she says thank you for supporting me i love you so much thank you uh, mulvaney sent an instagram video mulvaney again who's 25 became well known on tiktok for viral videos, including a memorable moment from 2020 where she attempted to to feed bread to a buffalo out of her car window. Well, I don't know anything about Dylan at this point other than she's a moron. Don't screw with buffaloes, okay? Nothing screws with a buffalo. Nothing. Not even the biggest, baddest grizzly bear is going to screw with a buffalo. If they were were to manage to fit to kill a buffalo, uh, it would still be very risky. Buffaloes are, are they don't play. I'll put it that way. But Mulvaney has grown, it says, in recognition significantly this year to 9.7 million followers. Almost 10 million people follow her, I guess, on TikTok, Instagram, whatever. So how much of this was done because she wanted fame or maybe it's a way to get rich you go through the procedure for to become a 
to change from being a man to being a woman, how much does it benefit you? How much profit do you make? That's the question I have. That may be cynical, but I'm a realist. So almost 10 million followers since she started to document every day of being a girl in her account. You know, how did I go my whole life past years without hearing about Dylan Mulvaney? I made it okay. I ate meals. I slept. I watched TV. Uh, I, I just don't understand people who obsess and follow this. It's like, I don't know. I, I guess I'm more of a, that's your business, that's your life. Hope you're happy. But no thank you. Which is, a, to me, a pretty tolerant position, I think. Now, her video of day one of being a girl posted on March 12th was viewed 9 million times. For day 100, uh, Mulvaney shared a video where several celebrities and LGBTQ rights activists celebrating the milestone. Uh, December 22nd was day 285. Late on December 21st, Mulvaney posted some selfies from her hospital bed saying it was, it was time to let the healing begin. They're going to destroy my face and rebuild it. She could be like Steve Austin or the Bionic Woman. She could have a Bionic face. I don't know. It could be an ABC uh, hit show next year. For those of you too young to remember the Bionic Bionic Woman, uh, which was uh, Lindsay Wagner, or the $6 million man who was, what was the actor's name? I can't think of his name right off the bat. Uh, Lee Majors. But, they had lost body parts and they had had bionic replacements like one of his arms and both his legs were bionic and he had one eye that was bionic so he could see like super super far away incredible strength and so he could run like 60 miles an hour he had incredible strength in the one arm things like that but that was science fiction this is real uh she thanked her face that just sounds odd to me. Thank you, face. I appreciate it. I, I guess she did it in the mirror, right? So she could see her own face and her face could... Uh, again, I don't understand all this, folks. And said so that while it did me good, it also sparked sadness far too often. For now, you are still a friend, Mulvaney wrote of her old appearance. Thank you for listening to all my needs and taking one for the team. Please don't feel like you failed. I can assure you it's me. It's not you. Now, is this somebody who's legitimately crazy? Or is it somebody who's pretending to be crazy to get more hits, more fame, and maybe more money, more moolah, more cash? Pay me. Bitches, pay me. I I take my face off. I get a new face. You pay me now, please. Pay me. Pay me. Pay me. Um, To her new face, Mulvaney said she couldn't wait to meet it. I had to start seeing the outside match the inside. Stop listening to the hater, she wrote. This one is for you. Well, I believe me, uh, there's nothing hateful I have towards you, young young man, I guess. If if it makes you happy, it makes you happy. I don't get it, but I'm going to question the, the, the incentive to do it. Because this, what you did is not a normal thing. And I'm not, not calling you an abnormal person. I'm not calling you a bad person. I don't know you. Uh, but there's some things there that suggest to me that maybe between your ears, not your face, but between your ears, maybe there's something askew. I don't know. I hope you have a happy life. I really do. 
but facial feminization surgery, as the name she suggests, is meant to make its subjects appear more feminine. I think Gerardo Rivera needs one of those. But keep the mustache. He'd have the most masculine feminine mustache ever. According to the Mayo Clinic, it can involve a mixture of procedures, including a reshaping of the jaw and chin, facelifts and cheekbone, or lip augmentation. Uh, fellow content creators and celebrities commented on Mulvaney's post, which currently has over 300,000 likes. This is on Instagram. Don't celebrities kind of think, I wonder if they do, I have a responsibility not to encourage people to do this. Because a lot of people look at this and go, man, they got famous. And being famous, that is the ultimate uh, aphrodisiac for some people, being famous. It's like, it's like addictive in a super, super, super addictive way for some people. Uh, now, this picture is from her Instagram, I believe, or... Uh, she has 1.5 million followers. She got 521,000 just under that likes. And it shows her in the hospital bed after surgery, I'm uh, imagining. And uh, I got to say, uh, I see a little shadow on the upper lip there. You need to shave if you're going to be a woman. Uh, unless you're going to be the first bearded lady, I don't know. And then it shows her after the surgery. This is right before the surgery. I'm sorry. The first show photo. Then there's one of her after the surgery. And she's all bandaged up. You can't see much. Uh, looks like she's in some pain. Which, again, why would you want to do that to yourself? Then there's a little video of it. Huh. Uh, but it says, This year, Mulvaney became both an advocate for trans rights and a target for right-wing trans figures. Um, I'm sorry, right-wing anti-trans figures. Here's a newsflash for whoever wrote this at The Insider. You cannot understand the transgender and not be a hater. Because you don't want to fully give full-throated support to it and cheer it on and act like it's the greatest thing ever. The, ever, the greatest thing since sliced pizza. You don't have to do that and be called a hater. I mean, you can do that for other reasons. Memo to the left, not everything is about either being pro-something or you hate it. You're all for it or you're a damned hating bigot. You need to expand your brains a little bit, lefties. Um, now, in October, Mulvaney responded to comments made by Caitlyn Jenner, who used to be Bruce Jenner, who won the decathlon in the Olympics, an event they don't even have anymore, uh, was on a box of Wheaties, famous guy, good-looking guy, yada, yada, yada. He got hooked up with the Kardashians. Next thing you know, he wants to have a sex change. Hint, don't screw around with Kardashians. Okay? Don't do it. Stay away from those Armenians, people. Uh, but anyway, but they are rich. So you get some money out of it. Uh, Mulvaney said the comments provoked abuse and death threats. Who knows if they did or not. That's a common thing for people to do when they're getting publicity. That's how you get more. I'm getting death threats. Now, I'm not questioning her honesty. But I'm saying a lot of these people, they're so gratuitously intent on getting attention for themselves. You have to notice and you have to ask these questions. She said, I wanted to reclaim my body in a positive way. And now you've taken that and you turned it into something really ugly, Mulvaney said. And urging Jenner to think back to her own early days of transition. Because, again, Bruce Jenner is now Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, and there you go. 
But anyway, the uh, the picture from the uh, Grammys uh, of uh, of this person with uh, the feminine face, the feminized face that she had feminization surgery to acquire, doesn't look like a man. Doesn't look like a woman. Looks more like a robot or something. It doesn't look like a human face. It was very disturbing for me to, to look at the image. I you know I hope Dylan Mulvaney has a good life. I don't have anything against this person, but again, I I do bring into question, and maybe it's my personal bias. I don't know, but I bring into question sanity in these 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 matters because this is a major major thing. Again, I don't want it illegal. I don't want the choice taken away from adults. I also damn sure don't want kids being pushed into it by activists. And there's nothing more dangerous and destructive than an activist, my friends. Remember that. Oh, let me see. Do you remember the movie? Uh, was it Soul Surfer? It was about a surfer named Bethany Hamilton, a young girl. I think she was 14. She uh, was surfing and was attacked by a shark and lost one of her arms to the shark. And she kept she kept surfing, even though how incredibly hard it is to surf. I've tried before. It ain't easy. Uh, but imagine doing it with one arm because, you know, when you have that balance thing, you need both arms. Uh, but she still has managed to compete and do well and, and be happy. She loves surfing that, that much. That's, that, that's much. And that's great. The Outkick has a story. Surfer Bethany Hamilton refuses to compete against. You can probably fill in the blanks now, can't you folks? I haven't even said it yet. She doesn't want to compete against biological males after World Surf League allows transgender competitors. In other words, you're a man, you're transitioning into a woman, but you're still physically a man. You've got the, the greater strength, the bone density. You've got all those things, the muscularity, all those things are working for you. And if you're surfing, you're an athlete, so it's even greater. So it wouldn't be fair for her to have to compete against the the male now transitioning to women surfers. And I dare say she probably would have as good a chance of winning against them as he, she did against the shark that bit her arm off. So this girl's been through hell, stuck with it, lo- does what she loves, loves, loves what she does, but now she's she feels like she has to, to choose. Can I continue to compete in the World Surf League against men who are transitioning to women, but they're still men? Why should she be forced into an unfair competition? I mean, one of the the key things about competition is no matter what it is, there's, there's, there's equality there, okay? You may have the better hockey team than the other team, but there's still the same number of players. And they're still all hockey players. Some will be more talented. Some will be better coached. Who knows? But it's not up for something that you can't avoid. It's not up. It's not a matter of you competing against people who are just bigger and stronger and faster than you on skates. That wouldn't be fair. But here's the story. Surfer Bethany Hamilton posted a video online saying she will not compete against biological males after the World Surf League passed a new ruling allowing transgender competitors in the women's division. 
According to Hamilton, the WSL says they are following Olympic guidelines. But are they doing the right thing? That should be the real question that they have to ask themselves. Hamilton rose to national prominence following a shark attack, resulting in her losing her left arm. She was 14 at the time of the attack. Despite that, she continued her surfing career and became a professional. Hamilton is clearly not afraid of taking on difficult challenges, but facing biological men in her sport is not one she feels she should have to face. And you know what? You're right, Bethany. You're absolutely right. She says that while she does not personally have any issues with transgender people, allowing biological men to compete in the women's division is unfair to biological women. She said, this concerns me as a professional athlete that has been competing in the World Surf League events for the past 15 plus years. I think many of the girls currently on tour are not in support with this new rule and they fear being ostracized if they speak up. Here's the deal. This is the left I'm talking to. A woman who says, I don't want to compete against male, they're not a bigot. They're asking to be given a fair shot to compete against other women. When you put trans women in there, males who are becoming women, it's no longer a physically equal. I don't care how fair or unfair you think it is. Embrace the science. Embrace the physiology. That's just the way it is. And who the hell are you to demand that women go into an unfair competition they really have no chance of winning to appease a few people? Look, if you're going to transition, you've made a decision, it's yours, but you ought to have to think for long and hard that, you know, I, I can't I can't make everyone else conform to me. So if you're a man who wants to become a woman and you're involved in some type of sport, understand that sport may be something that you have to live without. Because it would be unfair to women because of physical abilities of men and women. Men are bigger, stronger, bone density, you name it. Muscularity, there are differences. The differences are not in people's hearts. The differences are actually physically, uh, you can see them. As Martina Navratilova said, one of the greatest female tennis players ever, if she would at her peak... When she was the best woman to play tennis, at her peak, if she had played against a male who was at his peak, she would have been destroyed. There's no way she could have beaten him. And she was savage for it, for just telling the truth. And now the surfer's going through it. And the swimmer went through it with the, the guy who uh, wanted to be on the swim team and set all kind of records and, and beat the pants off the girls. Well, he was a big, strong guy. They weren't. Of course he's going to beat them swimming. Was that fair to those girls? Did the left care? No, the left cheered and acted like they'd accomplished some, some great Rosa Parks type moment when they had. This is sad. This is very, very sad. Hamilton questions the processes that are used to determine that biological men are able to compete against women she asked, is a hormone level an honest and accurate depiction that someone indeed is a male or female? Is it really as simple as this? How did whoever decide these hormone rules come to the conclusion that 12 months of testing testosterone make it fair and legal switch? 
we are seeing glimpses of male body dominance in women's sports like running, swimming, and others, Hamilton said. I personally will not be competing in or supporting the World Surf League if this rule remains. And uh, I felt badly for her because she obviously loves this sport. And I would think trans women would say, this is unfair. Okay, if, if you want to be treated fairly, you don't want to be discriminated against, you made your choice to switch genders, I don't have anything against you. Most people don't. But you can't well go around making others conform to it because they're going to get resentful pretty damn quick. That's not a good thing. Not a good thing. Now, here's one that we're talking about sports and stupid rules and unfairness. Let's go to MRCTV. The title uh, pieces by Jay Maxson. And here's the uh, here's a headline. Stuck on stupid. Flag decal exceeds national rule swimmer DQ. Now, it's at a swimming event and they wear the, the caps on their heads, right? The swimmers do. Well, there's a decal of uh, an American flag on this girl's, uh, I guess, swim cap it's called. She won the event, but apparently they ruled that her flag was too big on the, on the ski cap, and she was disqualified for that. Did that make her go faster? If you can prove it made her go faster, that's an unfair advantage. Fine, but what are we doing, fashion sense now? Uh, really? Uh, Jay Maxson writes, this is a disgusting story about a patriotic boy honoring his grandfather. Uh, who was killed in a 9-11 attack. He's a New Jersey high school swimmer who was disqualified after his race for wearing an American flag on his swim cap that was deemed too large by a small-minded rival coach and even smaller-minded National Federation. The unnamed boy is a 16-year-old sophomore at Morrison High School, Morristown High School, rather, who competed with his team on senior night uh, against the Parsippany Hills team bunch of cheaters over there at Parsnippity Hills. They're very persnickety at Parsnippity. I'm just saying. Uh, Persnickety at Parsippany, I should say. According to Rob Miller, father of the swimmer, the opposing coach complained about the U.S. flag decal at the 200-meter relay event, which had descended. It was measured and found to exceed regulations by less than an inch. Really? You're going to complain about that? What kind of coach are you? Seriously. What kind of coach are you? Not much of one, I'll tell you that. Oh, my my swimmer was cheated. Really? What a dick. Can I say that? I guess I can. It's my podcast. And sometimes, my opinion, you just have to refer to people as dicks because there ain't no better way to put it, my friends. Now, the National Federation of State High School Association Swimming and Diving Rules. Oh, what an over-officious title. Again, the National Federation of State High School Association Swimming and Diving Rules. It's a big book. And it's a big title. And we think we're really big people. It limits American flags to two to three inches. Isn't that just ridiculous? I think it is. I think most people would. The father of the swimmer vented in a tweet saying, Blood is boiling. My son was part of a 200 free relay to win a swim mate on senior night. After the final event, the opposing coach asked to measure the size 
of the American flag on his uh, at speed Speedo USA swim cap. It was 0.02 inches too large according to standards. He was DQ'd. They lost. Rules are important, but they have to make sense at a certain point. If they don't make sense, then uh, change them or have some have some leeway there where common sense can kind of get involved. Uh, now, no one at the Morris at the on the Morristown uh, pointed a finger of blame at Young Miller. Instead, they rallied around him. Posted an Instagram message of support saying everyone knows the Motown boys were the real winners. Mr. Miller said his boys, the bigger person in this controversy. Uh, let me see. It's just sad. I mean, this kind of stuff is what ruins sports, ruins competition. Now, folks, I'm almost at the 30 minute mark here, but I want to say, give a, well, I discovered a person a day or two ago. I was researching different issues and working on the blog. And I came across this person uh, named, I, I imagine it's Virgie, V-I-R-G-I-E, Virgie Tovar at VirgieTovar.com. And this is what this piece says about Virgie Tovar. There's pictures of her. Uh, <laughs> oh, goodness, she's a special case. Uh I don't know how to describe the look, but if you go to virgitovar.com, right, the, the, the beginning, the top, there's a picture, and uh, uh, I don't know what to say. But Virgie Tovar, it says, is an author, lecturer, and leading expert. Not just a regular expert, but a leading expert, which is way cooler than just being a regular old expert, on weight-based discrimination and body positivity. I have body positivity. I'm pretty sure I have legs, arms. Yeah, I got a whole body here. I'm I'm figuring all the organs are still inside because you can't see them. But that's body positivity to me. Yes, I'm positive I have a body. Uh, She holds a master's degree in sexuality studies. (laughs) Good God. When you see, when you hear that someone has a master's degree in sexuality studies and you see the picture of Virgie Tovar, you want to find a big bag and, as Wayne's World would have said, hurl. Uh, with a focus on the intersections of body size, race, and gender. So the intersection of body size and your skin color and your gender, all those come together and tell you something, I guess. I don't know. She is a contributor for Forbes where she covers the plus-size market and how to end weight discrimination at work. What do you mean end it? It's illegal, I think, to discriminate on, on that. Most people don't. I go to plenty of business. I see plenty of fat people working, so I figure they're doing okay. Just saying. She started the hashtag campaign, hashtag lose hate, not wait. How did I miss out on that one? I guess I'm not as cool as I thought. In 2013 and in 2018, gave a gave a TEDx talk on the origins of the campaign. Oh, damn, I missed that one too. Jeez. Uh, Tovar edited the the anthology entitled "Hot and Heavy: Fierce Fat Girls on Life, Love, and Fashion." Yeah, I think I'll wait for the uh, 
the DVD to get be available at Blockbuster. I'll be I'll get the first one out. How's that? Exactly, that's what I mean. She's the author of "You Have the Right to Remain Fat," and uh, that was that was put out by Feminist Press in August of 2018, which was placed on the American Library Association's Amelia Bloomer's list. Uh, also, the self love revolution, radical body body positivity for girls of color. And her new interactive book, oh God, it's interactive? Oh my God, I can't wait. The Body Positivity Journal. Her Webby-nominated podcast, Rebel Eaters Club, is now in season three. In 2018, she was named one of the 50 most influential feminists by Bitch Magazine. (laughs) They literally have a magazine called Bitch Magazine. And if you don't read it, it's only because you're a bitch. That's why I hear. She has received three San Francisco Arts Commission, Individual Arts Commission, Artist Commissions, uh, the Inspire Award, and Project, uh, I'm sorry, the Inspire Award from Project Heal, as well as Yale's Pointer Fellowship in Journalism. Fergie, uh, Virgie has been featured by New York Times, Tech Insider, BBC, MTV, Al Jazeera, NPR, and Yahoo Health. She lives in San Francisco. Wow, we're really, really progressing in this world, folks. Really progressing. Fat fashion and fat food by fat people who are bitter and angry because they're fat. You want to be fat, be fat. I don't hold it against you. And I don't really care, but I don't want to hear about your your fat sex life, okay? Because you don't want to hear about mine, I'm sure. And if you do, you're a sick freak. My friends, God bless you. Remember, three rules to life and this podcast. If you're left, you just ain't right. Go Gators and God bless America. Y'all be good. Take care. Remember, life's short. Laugh when you can.